so welcome to inane blather thank you uh, oh the this is my podcast uh who are you <laughs> thanks for who totally tripping at what my a- intro <laughs> Yep. I had a funny thought earlier. All right, I let's start it it's over. It's the only podcast on the internet that uh, where uh, everything is made up and the points do matter. Oh. But, and then it's like, ugh, groan. You know, there's just this collective groan among our millions of listeners Amongst. that slowly shifts tectonic plates. And... Um, <laughs> In a way, you know, by eliminating some of the volcanoes, puts out less CO2 in the atmosphere, and that one stupid intro joke reverses climate change. Yeah, it that somehow was, that undoes... was my. <laughs> that, oh, that was your intro, but I messed it up. So now climate change is irreversible. Yeah, that sure. was my idea, but you know, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Might as well just be nihilistic about it, I guess. Yeah, and now, just like, not enough people groaned people. where it, so it just, like, made fracking, like, a thousand times worse, and now there's, like, 800 times the amount of earthquakes because of the slight tectonic shift instead of the entire tectonic shift. Mm-hmm. So, you know mm-hmm. what? At least we're done with it. At least now we know for sure there is no going back. We could just say, like, burn car tires, just whatever. Like, it doesn't even matter yeah. anymore. So well, I, it's kind of freeing. I would say it at the... At the very least, you know, at least you can go to your early grave and your pointless, meaningless existence on a speck of dust in the middle of nowhere saying that you did something. Yeah. Whether bad or good. Yeah. You had an effect on this horrible, hellish facade we call life on Earth. Hey, life is suffering. Anyway, so how's how's the weather? (laughs) The weather is hellishly hot to stay on. (laughs) subject there's no air conditioning really here. yeah uh it was like 95 today i have covid um Holy so i'm i don't shit. know if you can yeah i've got my mask on um my girlfriend roommate uh live-in partner uh she does not have it as yet she hasn't had any symptoms so we're really trying to do, be good about isolating from each other um so i haven't really been outside too much except to smoke weed and it's hot it's hot out and uh, it's sunny, so it'd be nice if I wasn't sick because I'd be down at the river or out uh, doing yard work or whatever, um, and not in this. We ha- we do have a movable air conditioning unit because you know, as you know, uh, most places over here don't have air conditioning um, in Seattle metropolitan area as and surrounding I know, areas. Yes. Yeah, I mean, in, in Olympia, you mm-hmm. probably didn't have air conditioning. Yeah, um, because no. it's usually pretty yeah, temperate. Mm-hmm. When I moved to Olympia, that day that i moved in was a record-breaking high it was like 105 degrees and there was no ac and it was absolutely brutal brutal living right next to a rainforest humid but i mean it was hot here for Mm -hmm. sure but i have air conditioning um and not because of sound fidelity but out of solidarity i turned off the air conditioning in here solidarity uh, not sound fidelity (laughs) Yeah, and I also got COVID just to do it for you, too. Wow, so, what a guy. You know, yeah. You're doing your part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm due to for see what? my doctor sure. in about two hours. <laughs> I was like, ah, they're like, actually, you didn't turn the AC off. You have a fever of 105 degrees. <laughs> it's like, oh, if you're wearing a no sweatshirt, so hot <laughs> and cold in here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... What were we that talking about? That actually brings right me to my next on, point, we what I was going to start with after we talked about the weather. <laughs> no, 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 no. You have to have a first point oh. before you go on to your next point. Oh! That was my first was point the about the, the weather was going to, what you were saying. Whoa. We're like so, our sound mixing, it's like, okay. <laughs> Oh no, not again! No, everyone, everyone say... who listens, the multitude of listeners, let's start a, let's, <laughs> let's put out a Venmo account so they could buy you a new computer. Uh, I was gonna say it was a perfect segue into my first point I was gonna make today. Something that I've been thinking about about how you were saying you were you had a 
you know, joking about having a horrible fever, like, which gives you brain mm-hmm. damage. And I was thinking mm-hmm. that why would we ever be insecure about putting our stuff, our podcast out there? Because I just watched that one, Hassan, with uh, Andrew Tate and, like, all these guys. They were all talking together, and they were so fucking stupid. They were, like, so... Saying, like, the dumbest, like, the dumbest things and, like, not ashamed of it at all. And I was like, I, ca- I can't aspire to that level of ignorance... Should I stop recording? No, I'm at 5.44. It only missed a little bit. Anyway, sound effect. Okay. Technical difficulties. Yeah, so um, so you were listening. You've been recording, so we can just cut yeah. this out. Well, okay, so you listened to... No, okay. You listened to yeah. Hassan and what? And what, Andrew Tate? And, uh, it was like a, a group of them. I watch on YouTube. It was probably like a Hassan Abi moments or whatever that I just people that clipped together his stuff. And it was him with um, Andrew Tate and like a few other guys. Another streamer yeah. that I'm not really familiar with. He seems like he um, Fortnite he streamers. talks really really fast. Yeah. And um, but one of the other guys, it was like, dude, why the fuck are you in this conversation? You're saying the stupidest fucking shit. Hassan looked so much smarter than these people. Like. <laughs> amazing how much more articulate how much more articulate rather um and just articulate i mean i believe it's yeah oh that's what it is yeah and like they're like what are you like obsessed with him it's like because he did some research they're like pretty much being like nerd like they're just and these are guys with like platforms so why would we ever be embarrassed to put our stuff out there dumb motherfuckers are like so comfortable just taking the lead on all these conversations having Oh my God, Andrew Tate, especially. Well, what I my whole point was that we're smart and we care about people, and we're not just doing this because. Well, maybe you are because we're like entitled white guys that think that our opinion matters. (laughs) 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 No, I'm just kidding. I don't feel that way about you at all. You're beyond. You're one of those. You're an enlightened white guy. Yeah. I mean. I think that okay, you're Natalie. an enlightened man. Oh, yay. Okay, okay thanks, Hassan. <laughs> I'll just put it into the, He's got uh, my back on the this. microphone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I mean, it's... Uh, it, it, I've seen... I was just watching Vosh today when he was covering that and stuff. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, it's not that I'm not embarrassed about um that's that's what's funny. I'm not embarrassed about my takes, really. I mean because and it, oh, not because I'm so confident in my intellectual capacities or in my ideological stances or anything like that. It's more that I'm confident in the fact that if I say something stupid, and I get called out on it, and someone tells me otherwise, I'm totally fine with saying, oh, yeah, duh, I was wrong. That's fine with me. I mean, and there are things that, I mean, maybe someone can disagree, and I won't think I was wrong, but the the confidence in that doesn't make me, like, embarrassed for the content-wise. The only thing I get really self-conscious about is it's like, you know, when I just... Uh, burp into the microphone and stuff. No, I'm not embarrassed about that either. But um, is just uh, like there's just so much uh, being you know produced. <laughs> you know what? There's just so much being produced, and it's just like, why? Why do you? Why do you put your stuff out there? Who cares? Everyone's got to scream <laughs> into know? the void somehow. <laughs> you no. know, we all have the, do they? the need. Why is that an accepted you- fact? <laughs> because that's the human condition, motherfucker. Like, we all have okay. to deal with... Yeah. Is that a good enough answer for you? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's fine. I'll just... Oh, you know, I guess I'll that, just do what you uh, say. Uh, as cool, Andrew that Tate, works for you me. Know. Uh, yeah, we... Uh, uh, a couple tangents later in my mind just now. Everyone uh, <laughs> who listens, because our audience did grow exponentially from what kind of exponential well i mean from the two of us to like eight 
people. Yeah, doubling is exponential. Yeah. Yeah, to four, four or something like that. I mean, and I'm counting in millions, of course. But um, oh, well, that goes but, without saying. Uh, we have to remember that we now have we have a Twitter, and um, you know, links are on our Twitter. I just thought of that because I was forgot I was using the Anine Blather Twitter account, and I was. Said some like, response to the sexy ad. pics. No, yeah. yeah, no, that's for my personal account. That's very easy to do. But um, no, the uh, so in the Andrew Tate thing, um, I had just responded to someone with it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm on, I'm on the Anine Blather Twitter." But that whole thing, Good, be ruthless um, with that tri- Twitter. <laughs> Vosh was talking about that, where it's just like uh, he was uh, saying he's like a lot of a lot of this is solipsism, you know, where it's like there's mm. no. There's no I love that word. arguing with that. There's no coming back because he's just mm-hmm. like it, the whole idea of no. Well, I think this, and no matter what, you're wrong. You lost. Like when he told Hassan, he's like, "You lost. Let's move on." And he's like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, uh, you're you're just being absolutely schooled. Everyone's complaining that you're going over the same points over and over again because you won't accept the simple fact that." Um, the reality is reality. Empirical evidence is empirical evidence. Yada yada yada. Whoever listens, uh, I don't know if they <laughs> interesting? they've been yeah. into this or not. But um, but yeah, just the uh, what's the point for some of what's... it when it, you're that far apart? When the gulf between not two opinions, but Oops. just Ouch. absolutely like the you know a view of reality and empiricism in itself. When that is so far apart, you know, what's the purpose of it? Like, I mean, you can you can justify uh, bringing ideas in front of audiences that might need it and stuff. But if the audience is the audience of a flat earther or something, like, what's the point of the NASA scientist or the fucking astronaut even um, having a debate with a flat earther? Like, what's the purpose of this? Like, I don't know. I think who's some of learning it's just, anything. Some of it's just to be like, you got to do something. Like straight up, the way that he's talking about women, it's really interesting how incredibly comfortable he feels being so fucking sexist. Because people would obviously. And for be anyone having, who's listening, that you should. I mean, we could give some background. You know, just just Google Andrew Tate. He's a former MMA. Um, uh, kickboxer and who's become champion. just a, mm-hmm. a scammy you know a rich guy who's been involved in alleged sex trafficking now lives really, in really Romania it's just a huge Has a yeah, big, platform. big manosphere mm-hmm. uh, misogynist guy and of course he's a big Trump tard kind of kind of dude but he's just been kicked in the head too many times but uh, yeah, yeah the, and just people... the confidence in being sexist you're saying yeah Exactly. Yeah, like seriously, and like he has this co-host is a the fre- or no the okay so like fresh and fit and all these guys like all these guys that travel in this manosphere, um, there's like there's also not just white men you know there's black men in the manosphere and it's like I hope you guys know that the way they're talking about women as a monolith and um, stereotyping and, and biases that they hold against us, this is the exact way that people use racism um, also like. But they're so just comfortable with saying women are bad drivers, women are this, women are that. It's really, really interesting to me, like, how overt it is without... And them just being like, it is, like, fact. It's straight up, like, people... I mean, like, really racist people yeah, saying really racist things like about black people. It's like the reactionary guys are the ones that become postmodernist. You know, once you're once you're really breaking it down to the bare facts, it's like, so you just, your truth is your truth, and that's reality, I guess? There's no such thing as empiricism, like, and we're the postmodernists, I guess? What? What are you talking I guess about? That the, all these trees that are falling in the forest, they don't make a sound to these people because they didn't hear Ooh, them. Like, yeah, nothing okay. exists except for their reality, I guess. So that every woman represents every woman, I guess, in the world. Yeah, because that is every woman argument. in every... Yeah. yeah, I had a fun little argument With... in the YouTube comment section, which is, you know, should be an Olympic sport, is YouTube flame wars. Um, yeah. I mean, it will be soon, but... Um, but yeah, with someone who 
where it's just like, well, how do you, you know, um, this guy supporting Andrew Tate's views where I'm like, but what about you? Like, do you, just like Hassan said, do you believe the earth is flat or do you think it's round? And Mm -hmm. their response, I don't know. It was more cogent and still worse than Andrew Tate's where he says, I don't know. And neither do you because we haven't been out there. I'm like, see, that's the entire point is that you disregard what science is and what empiricism is. And that's what this is for is so we can all know facts about things that we haven't personally experienced and we can believe them to be true. You know, I don't know. It gets into like a weird philosophical argument that's way beyond their comprehension. Exactly. Uh, He's not making a philosophical argument. He's a selfish little bitch who just wants to be right all the time because he has a tiny dick and his dad didn't love him enough. Oh my God, story again and again and again and again. Jesus Christ, just be gay already or something. Oh my uh, God. People should check out um, the uh, YouTube channel. I sent it to you, but she's great. Um, She was on Jose's uh, video and on her Mm -hmm. channel, she was talking about Andrew Tate and discovering Mm -hmm. his um writings like his uh like short story writing that when it tied it all together and the fact that it was like this metaphor about or like this analogy to him and his father and like it was written pretty well and was good and interesting it's like dude like why i don't know like part of it is he's been kicked in the head too many times and it's just a misogynist piece of crap and then another part it's like ugh, masculinity in itself and toxic masculinity does not support um a man more easily pursuing interests like that and being able to make money off of that and support his himself dad was instead like of scamming a... everyone he was a chess grandmaster yeah uh-huh he was like very intellectual and all this and you can yeah and of course i can feel uh, compassion for everyone and like how the patriarchy makes you know victims of us all like it's a horrible thing mm-hmm. to be stuck in for men but it's especially bad for women because of the violence against us and men like andrew tate are man he looks like an exact like whoop, red flag red flag everywhere for the kind of guy that would beat the shit out of his girlfriend that would be incredibly emotionally abusive he seems like He's a big red flag that you would never want your friends to ever hang out with. He oh, seems yeah. like he's, an awful man. That's like beyond, personally said that like, stuff. I mean, like he's one of those guys, and to like normalize his like for him to be so popular and for his the way he talks about women and talks to women and stuff, it's really scary as a woman because men do feel very entitled to you already. Like that that patriarchy, like men coming up on the streets and wanting to touch you and hold your hand and hug you, that happens all the mm. time. Like it happens Ugh. a lot. People seriously walking up to you and asking well, to touch it's you. It's never happened and hug to me. You. So uh, I, I believe <laughs> so it's you're ever a liar. Happened. There's no empirical <laughs> you're a lying evidence. Jezebel. How were you dressed? Mine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, and so yeah, he really funny. supports I, all that bullshit. I'm catching up on Succession uh, with our friend Ethan and watched another episode last night. And there was a part of it. I mean so much of that show um the it's funny i had said after this really great part in season three um and this intense long silence between kendall and logan roy um and all of the i mean it's just really good it's like the best show on tv of course yada 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 but right after that i turned to ethan i was like that is toxic masculinity I was like, that is the stuff that we need to get across like to men who, who just hate the term. I mean, it's all so understandable, too. But mm-hmm. it's just like, that's how it, it affects men's relationships. How they don't want to talk about something. How, how <laughs> the, uh, yeah, how the, it comes down to this basis of a constant power struggle between men mm-hmm. and masculine figures instead of cooperation or any yes. sort of like emotional feedback and stuff and it's so intense on that show because it's father and son you know it's family members like how 
um, you know, like the the patriarchy, all of this, like it's all rooted in uh, power and control. And because it, that centers around male figures and stuff like that, how it just ruins like An- how men anti- see each other and how they hang out with each other and how they can totally even love each other. Totally anti-homophobia stuff too. Yeah, has really hindered men on being like as I, I, I don't know complex emotionally. Like men are still humans. Like I think about little boys it makes me want to cry. Seriously, like little toddlers and just they're just as sweet because well, you're a woman so yeah. well sure obviously no. <laughs> but like that With they your want small you know, emotional woman brain it's that's science. what we're getting to right yeah <laughs> yeah that all i want to do is cry and let my baby boy cry and turn him into a fucking pussy no yeah. i mean just he'll be castrated <laughs> This is all yeah, my way out. Men look to the lobster. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Talk about another dumb motherfucker there. Oof. I called it oh. a long time ago. But <laughs> just yeah. about men and how they have emotions just like women do, and they have no tools to deal with them. They don't have a group of like how girlfriends sit around and just talk about our feelings. We talk on the phone for hours. Like sister, you know, sisters are known to do that. Just men don't have an outlet like that often and even women help to perpetuate um toxic Mm -hmm. masculinity by expecting men to be you know the strong silent type and blah 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 men and crying and all that's getting better but there are so many implicit you know and like undertones uh, just like systemic sexism systemic racism i mean it's everywhere it's a you know it's in every system and the way that we think about like honoring our husbands and blah 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 putting them at the head of the family and all these things putting this weight on men's shoulders with not a lot of tools to deal with like the complex social relationships that we have it's really yeah sad and i i mean men are suffering and like men's rights activists while i obviously am not going to get behind like the anti-woman part of it i understand Mm -hmm. the need for more understanding um and compassionate view of men because i feel bad for all these stupid little incels and nazis and stuff i feel like these poor they haven't like no they're trapped in this horrible system too of oppression like they they don't know better because seeing it that way is an inherently is a feminist point of view that's like the problem yeah. why like these certain things can't be breached you know like uh, i don't know it, it just there there needs to be some sort of breakthrough to get across to a lot of people and maybe you know we were progressing forward and stuff um you know we're uh, through the uh, the airwaves and social media, we're transifying so much of America that we won't have to worry about it anyway. <laughs> and all the men Everyone's will just become be... women, and we'll yeah. all just be wandering around saying, "What is a woman?" and listening to Matt Walsh, you know, as he cries He's into his so pillow great. at night. I... Yeah, you know my hero, my hero Joe Rogan was talking about Matt Walsh and how smart he is, and like he has the best deadpan. He just asks questions, you know, and he just gets information from people. He's not setting them up for anything. And then you watch Matt Walsh's thing, and he's just like <laughs> fast forwarding through oh people's answers, gosh. pretty much. It's so fucking stupid, Joe. All these people are stupid. I'm smarter than all these guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, they're just a bunch of dumbos, and we're <laughs> smart. We exactly. do a podcast. We, yeah. And we they also have do a problems podcast. recording over Discord. <laughs> <laughs> we're wearing, no one knows, but we're both wearing sunglasses indoors right mm-hmm. now. And you have a mask That's on. how you know we're cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're cool and smart. And everyone deserves to listen to us. That's the show. Bye. (laughs) Everyone deserves it. Yeah. Because they did some wrong in their previous life. COVID evidently affected my mouth. (laughs) Indiana House Bill 1041, a law that bans transgender girls from participating in school sports, was vetoed and overridden in three days. Hell yeah. And also, little fact from Wikipedia that was just under it, uh, no-wave band Pulse Alama was described as 13 girls fighting over a cowbell. So that's cool. I'm definitely going to check exactly them out after the show. That's exactly how I would describe show. that, yeah. And I was like, I just have a fever, and what I need... 
Oh! It's 13 girls fighting over a cowbell. <laughs> You're like, and what I need is 13 girls fighting over me holding a cowbell. Over my cowbell, if you know what I mean. Come on, over give it a ring, my girls. <laughs> dead cowbell. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what I was thinking, I don't think we were recording earlier, but I was talking about how I have COVID and like my responsibility and how I feel so fucking guilty about getting it. Mm-hmm. As you should. And how you were saying, yeah, I know. I feel, I feel really bad. I feel like a hypocrite. I'm vaccinated and everything, but then you said, so you're not a. Hypocrite. You didn't do anything wrong. Go cough in everyone's face, like yeah. lick doorknobs, just do whatever. No, no. Don't I put mean, words in my mouth. I just pe- said take a no. shit on people's through people's sunroofs. Faces. It'll probably, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, a little Chicago sunroof. <laughs> but. That no, that I, I was just saying it's like, that- what do you get? What do we want to do? Like, I don't want to be some, you know, basement anti- boy. Yeah, I'm not a Stevie Crowder basement boy or Joe Rogan retard, but it's just like, <laughs> it's just. I mean, you did what you have to do. Everyone has had the chance. Um, you get vaccinated yeah. so that if you do get COVID, which is a legitimate thing, and it was such a crisis. And it still is because it can get you really sick, obviously. Like, you're sick right now. And you're much healthier than I. But um, it's like, I mean, you get vaccinated. If you find out you have it, you don't spread it. And then you go back to your life just like everyone else. Because we're not, I mean, you can wear a mask in public if you want. But that's, I mean, we should have learned from the beginning. It's only going to help you so much. And it's more to help other people if you can just stay home if you are sick. Then you stay home if you are sick. Um, everyone who who might be hurt more by it should be vaccinated by now. You should be getting them to get vaccinated. And it's unfortunate if they've been brainwashed into not getting vaccinated and they're the ones who catch COVID. I mean, yeah, sucks to suck yeah. for so many people. But it's like, I mean, and you can blame um, vaccine misinformation and all that stuff. I mean, they can be blamed for it morons like brett yeah. weinstein and joe rogan and whoever i mean ron DeSantis and stuff like that but it's like when it comes Trump? down to it i mean it takes two to tango with propaganda uh, we're all we're all just too dumb like i fall for stuff all the time and i'm not a complete moron and i still fall for propaganda and when there's such a widespread machine spreading disinformation about a health crisis then you know what some people are going to not get vaccinated and they're gonna get covid and it's their fault too so yeah that's where i'm at with that that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> yeah i mean i it's true and i just i really it's fucking sucks like it's a sucky disease to have you oh, feel yeah. really sick i feel sick and i, 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 I lost my sense i would of smell imagine again. just I, from from uh, getting the booster, how crappy I felt. I was like, Ugh, if I got COVID, it yeah. would suck so bad. <laughs> like, God yeah, damn. like having a fever, being so unbelievably tired, like coughing. And then I swear, like my lungs have been affected by it. And that's, it's scary to think about like what could be. Says the, the person who only goes outside to smoke marijuana. <laughs> to okay. smoke weed, I know. Yeah. But what am I going to do? Quit smoking weed? Okay, yeah. And then kill myself? No thanks. <laughs> okay. That- <laughs> so that's called self-medication done right. Am I right? Or just one lack of supply and you leads you to suicide. <laughs> that's well, healthy. That's you're, healed. <laughs> you're just doing it in solidarity no. with the president joe biden it's like well he's, he's got a lot it. of vaccinated well people that's, like, that's what too. i was gonna say if he's got it why would i feel bad he's only around vaccinated people and he's fucking vaccinated so yeah and he's i have got nothing to feel presidential bad about doctors no i'm just joking it's yeah like, uh, that would I was, just i wasn't <laughs> it would be so funny and depressing and the worst thing ever if trump don't even Fucking Don't moron fucking say got through this catching COVID and then Joe Biden oh, dies of COVID in office. Jesus Christ! Oh my God! That would be oh, what a nightmare. This be like this Talk is the worst timeline. Oh my just God! Be like, Good Lord! Then we get Kamala Spoiler Harris sure. as president. We uh, all oh God, you know, and then uh, superhero Trump who beat you know who beat COVID. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! Stop, Doug! Stop! <laughs> 
You know, it's, it's funny that he's he's going to run. I mean, we all talk about it, but I kind of wondered too. I was like, it's got to just be too much fucking work. Like, didn't he realize how much he hated this job? And now, I mean, I just saw the look thing the, the other day. He, he was in a. He was yeah, but look how much attention he got when he's not president. Like he's not the main story of every every single news thing I would get yeah, would be something Trump said. Jesus I mean, Christ. He did that interview a few days ago and he just said it's just a matter of when he announces, so he is going to run. Did you see the really fun to finally see? Oh yes. <laughs> yes. What a ding dong. He's so I, like, dumb. I can't believe it. It's just I want just just Trump and Biden just in a room just together and we just lock them in there together and they can just talk things out while we all just like you know accomplish Move things on. and be yeah. not not demented uh, yeah, as a right. country we still got Mitch McConnell out here we got Matt Gates. come on we got yeah, Nancy Pelosi they don't literally have dementia dementia like, like the last two presidents so <laughs> That's our standard right now. <laughs> Come to America. Both of our most recent presidents have dementia. <laughs> yeah, we're that's how uh, that's how inclusive we are. Is that it's like, hey, it doesn't the matter. The differently abled can become president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like we're <laughs> we're look at this. Look at this guy. Not only is it not cool uh. to call him a retard anymore, but you also, like, we'll elevate him to the highest office in the land just to show how... Give him the nuclear football. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. We're Not only will we not have this man executed in Texas, we'll give him the nuclear codes. That's how, that's how progressive we are. <laughs> Yeah, take that, Norway. <laughs> yeah, you guys with your your great prison system and stuff. Yeah, well, we put uh, we put a, right a demented <laughs> septuagenarian in office with a running mate who's literally a robot. So yeah, what do you think about that? Yeah. He calls his wife mother. So <laughs> just like the last vice president. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a wild time we're having over here. Oh, oh man. What are they going to um, do? What, I, what do you think? Let's just talk politics. What the what the fuck are these people going to do? The Democrats nothing. are going to lose so bad. Like, yeah, the it's fact that pretty disheartening. It's so bad. How are I've they been not the simplified going to French lose? Revolution, and I'm like, where is the guillotine? Metaphorically, obviously. Because no. seriously, like, no metaphors. What? Oh my god, what the heck with these Democrats? Like, what legitimately are they doing? I begged people to vote for Joe Biden, like, during the last election. Like, yeah, begged he fucking embarrassed I, I got a you. couple first time voters. Yeah. And I was like, and they're like, better be better. And I was like, uh, well, for one thing, I can say it is way better than Trump. It's way better than overt fascism and racism. Like, this is definitely better. This is definitely the lesser and, of two evils. And here we but are. What, uh, Two years later, I mean, not two years later, but still, and it's just not different in any conceivable way whatsoever. It's actually the country's worse. And, and it feels it's worse, not too, because of fault. the lack of... It's the, the well. lack of action. It's not directly caused by the Democrats. It's a complete thumbs up their asses doing nothing. It's like the Republicans control this country, and... So to even say, well, it's lesser two evils, like, why? Just because the news stories aren't as bad? He's no, not embarrassing himself on the world stage? Which he does, because he falls asleep. And that's just funny. No, it's, but it's because like, he doesn't straight up have, like, white supremacist talking points. Like, legitimately, Stephen Miller is no longer in the White House. Some of these yeah, things so legitimately all make these, a difference. All these people Because they would have done it faster. <laughs> I guess they would have been doing like, things worse faster, and that's the only I, good thing that we were like waiting, giving, biding us some time. And you know what, biding, Biden, motherfucker, Biden. Just, you know what, fucking just die already. Seriously, like can, we, like, can something change? Like, can something mm, happen? Like, they're not rude. doing. We can't, we can't put this out on the airwaves now. Like, uh, I mean, that now that people are gonna know about my terror cell, who. 
you know they're they they've kind of capped out i only have like 2200 people in it so far right (laughs) so uh but then i was like you know uh, they they kept uh kind of usurping my authority and making fun of me and i went through their phones you know because i have it all with yeah and they kept spanking my bare butt balls and back and uh (laughs) and i went through their phones with the software that i illegally put on there and they keep i mean they kept calling me yubi you know i don't allow them to use the word cracker so i guess it's unleavened (laughs) bread or something they call me yubi i don't appreciate it i'm just gonna hand the reins up (laughs) unleavened bread i don't know it's like a cracker i'm just trying to make something up here (laughs) yubi (laughs) anyway yeah that combined with the talk of you wanting joe biden to die when he dies, it, like oh, immediately yeah. after I upload this podcast, in, no, obviously I don't. Know, I six don't, weeks or whatever. I just want, oh. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Uh oh. You're. I mean, you're not. You're totally you back? frozen in your video, but I. Can, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. You didn't say what? Prove it that I said that. Uh, it's recorded. That you're like. Oh, it's recorded on. <laughs> no, it's not. It's recorded on your end. Oh no! A long time ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously I don't want something bad to happen to Joe Biden. I just want something to happen. Like, and legitimately, he's an old man, and he could go out of his presidency with a fucking bang. He could be more than FDR. He could yeah, be more not... than any of these other presidents. But he's like, they're just really absolute garbage. I they're hate... worse. He's... I do because I you know only what? blame he him could as have way more extreme rhetoric. Yeah. Well, sure, but just as shorthand, it's like, but what did we expect? Like we. We nominated the least extreme candidate, like because as... we couldn't, we didn't have a choice because they took Bernie. Yeah, that's not on us. Like all of that, like so the Democratic like, that's what Party Hassan's establishment. He's like, that's what I'm saying. Vote is harder, like, you can't. It's like it's these schmucks in the Senate that just don't do Joe anything. Manchin. Like oh uh, you know, I, I I can look at it personally. Like, I just looked up, I was like, oh, I wonder, because through a variety of lifestyle changes, I'm going to be owing a bit of federal income tax next year, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. because after my divorce, and mm-hmm. yada yada, and I'm like, ooh, but I just bought a home, do I get a first-time home buyer credit? No. They don't have... No, there's, because it there was owner four financing? Di- there are... F- no, because they don't oh. offer that anymore. There are four different packages that were uh, through the house that they're just not going to be seen and none of the tax code's going to change. And it's just one little thing like this where it's like, how many people this affects where you guys just can't do the bare minimum to help the working class? Like, there's just easy things. Easy. But people like Nancy Pelosi (laughs) and, uh, you know, uh, I mean, she's just terrible. But uh, she's awful. But even, she's a true, she's a true even terrible Nancy Pelosi <laughs> passing this stuff that gets to the Senate and is just shelved because the Democrats are spineless, nutless freaks who don't give yeah. a shit about any of us. Like, this is the problem. We talk about the lesser of two evils, but it's like, yeah, one evil, the GOP hates you. And the other evil, the Democrats don't give a shit about you. Like... Choose between that. What's the hate point? Hate is worse. It's like what we just like either. Yeah, hate's worse. And it's like, so what? Uh, we go with that just so we have a speedier time to the next uh, revolt or something. Until yeah. you can just finally just take the law into your own hands and people die in the street again after massive protests yeah. and uprisings. Like what? What? We, which also didn't go anywhere either. Like I know. That's what yeah, I know. it. It's really okay, easy. Okay, and I, you know what? I'm I sorry to say that I said that about Joe Biden because you know what? Oh, I I'm like joking. Joe Biden. I think that. Yeah. I, no, I, I mean, like him as no, a dude. No, of course I don't mean that. He's cool. That's what I mean. And I like. I think he's a really compassionate person. I think that his life has led him to be incredibly sympathetic and empathetic. I think he really likes people. I think he really honestly cares about yeah. the people around him. I bet For if you meet him, he's like a real presence. Privileged yeah. white boomer like, guy. He's been through a lot. 
for sure. And he's like, he is a, oh, he's a man who's shown, like, he's cried on TV. I've seen him before. He's not afraid to show his emotions. Yeah, he's like I a very him, tender hearted person. <laughs> but I that feel whole like, conversation this is what I before, <laughs> I don't think you understood how pro toxic masculinity I truly am. <laughs> like, I think he should be castrated live on national television for crying. He already has shedding been, a obviously. single tear. That's why he's crying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's what makes it so hard to swallow is that Joe Biden is a good guy and he's he's the figurehead and he's the one that we're looking to to do something about it and you know he cares and yet nothing is getting done. So it's a double whammy. It's not like Trump isn't doing something for me because duh, but it's Joe Biden who does care about me and still not getting stuff done. And I'm lucky. We're lucky. Some people have it so much fucking harder. Way, oh, yeah way harder than we do and i know he cares and it's so unbelievably frustrating and disgusting that even people with good intentions or especially people with good intentions are like they can't do anything to help anybody our system like talk about the system being broken it is because what should be the republican party shouldn't even exist anymore it's so far out of like date it doesn't have any like it doesn't have any like um, actual values or underpinnings that like it can hold on to because it's just anti-democrat or whatever but even their ideas like roe versus wade overturning it blah 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 they're so outdated what it should be is like the left and then an actual progressive party like the republicans mm-hmm. can just like get out of here because they're even their own base doesn't even agree with a lot of stuff that they're saying like we were saying there's more nuanced conversations happening like on a one-on-one individual level and between americans than there is like in congress because of uh yeah congressional because of the republicans yeah so you you support infanticide like what the fuck is it what's the point of this we're paying you oh guys like $200,000 a year to say stupid shit like this and do nothing for n- nobody? <laughs> Except for yourselves. You ain't doing nothing for nobody. Oh Ugh. my God. And it doesn't, and you can never hold them accountable because you know how I was feeling bad about getting COVID and like wanting to hold myself accountable for my actions and feeling like, what is my role in all of this? What kind of responsibility do I have to society? They don't ever fucking think about that. You can never hold them accountable because they don't feel shame. They don't ever feel regret over anything they do. They don't ever self reflect, evidently. Or if they do, they're learning the wrong fucking lessons. Because in like, capitalism, if you're in power and you have capital, <laughs> it means you did things right. And it means means oh your your life is <laughs> done correctly meaningful so whatever yeah i mean and whatever if you're if you've still got power if you've still got money if you still have any any semblance of control over where your life is going uh then you're doing then you're you're good you're a good person <laughs> that's yeah, what capitalism Bezos, tells you no, even yeah. anyone just some small business tyrant that doesn't know shit some high school dropout that uh thinks that uh women should stay in the kitchen but he's got a jet ski dealership you know it's like <laughs> i mean what how could you possibly the entire world that we live in here revolves around capitalism and you only live so long. It's like, what What did they do wrong? <sighs> the, oh, they're holding the wrong views? Who cares? Too bad. They won. You lost. That's like it's capitalism, just, baby. Yeah, it sucks. It's like, I don't know, because... Because money is what's moral. And like, if you yeah. have money, that means you must have done something moral because the free market, because... Blah, 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 Which all this is why empathy is, is frowned upon. So, empathizing with someone in a worse position. Coming back to toxic masculinity. Yeah, or Ben Shapiro. Mm -hmm. And, like, the fact that that's a cornerstone of, you know, um, I I don't know. I I feel like you have to have empathy for others in order to ever look at things on a systemic level, which puts you more in the side of the left. Because the lack of that you know, will just keep you on an individual level, which um, as long as you're not being controlled, as long as you have some control over your life, as long as you um, aren't two seconds away from uh, dying of exposure in the street, it means that you're right. Like the, 
you know, the postmodern look at all of this really, truly <laughs> is. Yeah, like, if you're, I mean, that's the truth. That is where you exist in society. Like, what that's is what right and wrong? Tells you. What is right and yeah. wrong other than have and have not, you know, in capitalism? Ooh, that was good. I don't know if it's true, but... I think it's... <laughs> you I know? think that's the whole thing about capitalism, is that's what... Because it's not even about morals or anything. It's about Yeah, money. it's not even like a that moral statement. That is the end-all, be-all. It just capitalism. is money. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's just it's just descriptive, really, of, mm-hmm. yeah, have and have not. Either you have and... Um, and so, therefore, you control other people, or you have not, and therefore you are controlled. I mean, just that's how your life is run, you know, if you're working for wages, or, I mean, even if you have a lot, I don't know. I just hate that, like, I always think about the the small business owners that, of course, are the backbone of America as we hear every uh, election cycle. Small businesses Mm -hmm. are the backbone of America. And it's like, yeah, that's ideal, right? Like you want to get through to so many people that um, are, it's like they're tricked into um, right-wing politics because um, of their individual success. Through hard work, of course, like for so many people, small business owners and stuff, but small business owners are are capital owners. They're you know uh, technically in the bourgeoisie or whatever because they have people sure. work for them. Um, but it's like okay, so this is what you're doing is a good thing, right? Um, just if in a big picture level, that's what you want for other people. Uh, you know, as you're leaning into these right wing politics about individualism and stuff, it's like hey. You don't like it, you get up and do it yourself. And putting aside the the idiotic, uh, oh, my phone's ringing. Um, Jesus fucking just Christ. Simplicity a professional podcast. <laughs> of that, um, you know, it's like, okay, well, if you want to follow that through, it's like, so is the ideal that everyone has that. It's like, because if you're, if you get down to it, and truly, capitalism, of course, needs an underclass. It's necessary to have an underclass of workers that are exploited for their labor. It's like, or How can you have do you, if have you not? have any sort of empathy and you're a capital owner, you own a small business or something, say, hey, people don't like it. They should do what I did and they should do their own thing. They should own their own business. They should run their own lives. It's like, okay. Well, if you extend that out, do you truly think that every single person in the workforce should have their own thing, should run their own business? If they say yes, it's like, that's just, if everyone's a How capital, work? well, <laughs> it's called communism. If everyone's a capital owner, oh, yeah, yeah, then we're all, we all own it. <laughs> like, there's no work, there's no yeah, class division. Yeah, so I'm saying, how division. does that work in capitalism? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, uh, I don't know. My mind goes on these tangents about it where it's like, there's got to be a uh, a rhetorical trick to that, you know, in leading mm-hmm. someone to, okay, well, if you think that that's the right thing to do, do you think that everyone should do that? Yes. Well, if everyone well, isn't- is a capital owner together... If we all run our own, we all enjoy the fruits of our labor in its entirety because we're all working for ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's not capitalism anymore. But anyway, yeah, and people just, get caught I, up in and, like and, the and little, someone like, who knows anything these? can listen to this and be like, "God, this guy does not know anything about theory." But no. I am an economist, as I will bring up whenever I feel like it. And that's, that's Which just is the often. truth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I just about every day in my customer service job. Well, I am I'm an, an economist. economist. Like, what are you doing here then? <laughs> like, uh, I'm an economist. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, didn't I just <laughs> oh, that's say? Right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Either I you said you were something like cooler. Or either you're insanely or wealthy or you're, you don't. It's like saying I have a music degree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I was going to say something about communism, that it's 
It's the wasp's nipples. It's the bee's, bee's knees. knees. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just about any erogenous zone. Of every winged North American insect. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, Douglas Adams, one of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy books. Uh, I was going to say about... Yeah, the opportunity to be able to pursue... Oh, yeah, no. It was about... People worry about, like, who's going to want to be doing these other jobs that nobody wants to do. And I think you've sent... You had sent me something before about, like, how much could be automated. Like, how much we could Mm -hmm. just be... Like, so many of these menial jobs um, could just be done by, like, robots, for lack of a better word for it and that's good for society to have all this menial labor it's like that's why we don't have to you wash our clothes by hand anymore like we have washing mm-hmm. machines and like how technology is supposed to advance to make life easier for us so we can pursue hopefully that's what people want for people to pursue the things that they're interested in because that's what makes life worthwhile mm-hmm. um but i guess capitalism oh, yeah, sort of gets in the way of that because <laughs> it's pretty important uh, but in, that's because we have people. empathy. Oh, right, right. I saw on Fox News that it was like, how lucky are we to live in America where we can work until we die, that we get the opportunity <laughs> to work like, for our entire lives. Like, yeah. That was someone, that was a host. Oh, so in other words, uh, people saying. do want to work. What, innately? Is that what you're admitting? So Yeah, they... So people don't want to work anymore, or they do want to work, oh, so or suddenly, what is it? Yeah, yeah if we structure it? the economy differently, no one wants to work anymore, so it's not an innate human trait that we want to yeah. make an impact on the world around us, you know, leave it better than when or we just got not be here. Bored, bored out of our gourd, yeah. like we can get, because it is really boring oh, uh, to be bored. Just, oh my god, to be in isolation, it's really fucking boring. It makes me want to spoil a bunch of the newest episode of Westworld. Uh, I couldn't stop watching. I caught all the way up last night. I have only seen like the first two episodes. Of the series? So, oh, yes. yeah. No, I mean, if someone, if someone listened to this that was watching Westworld, and no one will, so... But I'll Obviously. just pretend like there's Let's a bunch of not. listeners, so I'm not going to spoil it. But hey, yeah, if someone's listening, you better that's stop. That's the thing yeah. about, like, uh, <laughs> no, it, not as a spoiler, but um, um, a character saying, now that she's in total control, um, being like a god, like or how humans did over the robot hosts or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to get into all that, but she said, uh, you know, and now... As a god, I am bored. She says, do you ever think that maybe those old tales of uh, in Greek mythology um, really weren't, you know, it, it's like our, our own narcissism makes us believe that they came down from the heavens and interfered with our lives in order to teach us things or because we were important, but not just because as gods, they just wanted something to do. <laughs> you know, you know it's you know what's funny kelsey said the other day she was like um i just want these pieces of shit to worship me thinking just talking about men in general whatever just oh you know, she wasn't cleaning the cat box are. no offense <laughs> we're <laughs> we're just talking about men and how just they're different than women in a lot of ways our experiences with them are different than that she's like i want men to worship me and then she's like, maybe that's why God created humans. <laughs> like, I just, he just wanted just pieces of shit to worship him. And I was vanity. like, oh, yeah, maybe. Because you wanted to feel, or you wanted to feel all of your power. And you can only see that maybe reflected in people that are less powerful than you. <laughs> Not that's as good as you. Maybe it makes you feel better. I don't know. You just be like me and you start a leftist terrorist cell you know, collective, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. do worship me. Yes. I know that they joke around on their phones about, you know, <laughs> and they how trip me when I, I come in and they yeah. pull my pants Lots down. Lots of times they're like, oh, there's something on your <laughs> shirt and then they smack me in the nose, you know, classic, yeah. classic worship <laughs> strategies. So Classic that, terrorists, though, I feel honestly. like everyone should experience it. I've so loved, <laughs> I feel so grateful for everything they do for me. They even tie, the they tried tying Stockholm my shoes syndrome? for me because they were worshiping <laughs> yeah. me. So, but they accidentally tied them together. I guess I gotta teach yeah. them some stuff. What's the opposite of Stockholm syndrome, <laughs> where the captor is falling in love with? Yeah, his it's, it's Stockholm syndrome. 
It's uh, it's but, but called reverse. Bermuda disease. But <laughs> that's you don't want it. <laughs> it also has some painful discharge. Yeah, it's so. a precursor to monkeypox. So, <laughs> so wash your hands. <laughs> yeah, wash your hands. Start a uh, start a commune with a lot of rifles, <laughs> and uh, you know, Definitely. don't get monkeypox. Wear a mask. <laughs> Good advice, all all around. All Good around. advice. <laughs> well, I don't know where we want to go from here. I'm really glad that we do this. Uh... Oh, that's what I was going to say as an intro at some other point. Man, a callback to old podcasts I used to listen to, but. This uh, improvisational bullshit. Um, I mean, as long as people know, I think it'll... Have you been improving this? It's been lining up exactly with my script. Yeah, <laughs> That's well, so weird. <laughs> I swear I didn't look at the outline. No, that truly... It's like, well, we can always fall back when people think it's just uh, inane blather, you know, as the title suggests. Be like, well, mm-hmm. I mean... We told you. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's nothing. Like, what, is, what did you expect? Nothing yeah. is planned except for maybe five minutes beforehand while I'm setting up the webcam. Be like, oh, I want to say that, and then I don't know. Yeah, I, just, I wrote a couple things down. That what were they? I just just read read um, it, verbatim what you wrote down. I'll, okay, I'm well, I didn't interested. get all of them. So okay, so <laughs> the first one. Demon rats incentivize laziness. <laughs> dot dot dot. <laughs> what is laziness? <laughs> See, <laughs> we covered that. Laziness, mm-hmm, laziness <laughs> is a concept constructed by capitalism. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, okay, covered. Cap- Check it out. Cap- yep, capitalism's winner escapes capitalism. I think we talked about that in one of we our other ones. We kind of touched on that. Yeah, Gosh. but I couldn't. I wanted. I had something else to say. Okay, okay dumb guys That'll talking about up. women. <laughs> I'm the <incel> whisperer. <laughs> I was thinking. I really. Oh. <laughs> you, Let's. You've said it before about how I I was like I wish that prostitution or whatever was a more like it was more accepted because a lot of these men are looking. That's what a lot of prostitutes say too is that men just want someone to talk to, and I could be these poor guys like I can really see them and like I could make them feel safe and secure and like comfortable growing and changing and not putting up this hard defense and stuff but prostitution's illegal so i guess they're just bound to bound to be terrorists so that's, that's why i just do it for Next. free no. <laughs> I get, you know there's like 20 yeah. year old men with raging hard-ons i just give them an over the pants <laughs> over the pants hj while i talk to him about socialism <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I thought I thought you knew I did that. I mean, it's kind of what <laughs> takes up most of my time. Yeah. yeah, I think I, you know, a couple of them have taken their own lives, but um, <laughs> the majority, I think, go on to do great things. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that was another thought I had. You're the incel and, whisperer. Uh, you... I'm the uh, incel mm-hmm. yeller. <laughs> yeah shouter so who has a better yeah shouter he's a comer um you, and uh, and um if you have values you can be held to account that's why the gop wins they just don't give a fuck lol that was my last point was that if you have values people can hold yeah, you it's easy to people win like no to hold you to a yeah and people like to hold you to a, a higher degree of accountability because you're out there running your fucking mouth too like if you have these values that you're standing on that's why i've been so i feel so guilty about having covid and like because i'm such a leftist and blah blah blah, blah that anything you're i do i feel like reflects poorly that you feel <laughs> guilty about contracting an airborne disease <laughs> God. that's a good point and actually that was my point about that are you a leftist you know or are you just like um, a in the closet catholic feels guilty about everything (laughs) response feeling responsible for your actions is a good thing feeling okay there's a good thing that the gop does feeling shame and guilt isn't really helpful in progress and growth so i can give Mm -hmm. them that but they also don't feel any sort of like you know like like i said they don't self-reflect so they're not thinking that maybe that wasn't the right way or that's not the way i want to be they just don't care at all they just do whatever is politically advantageous to them at any single moment of any time any nanosecond that they can have to change values from like one word to another in a sentence they just don't care at all yeah. and it won't matter you can't hold them accountable because it doesn't matter to them There's but nothing to it account is for. 
But it is nice. You know what? I've thought a lot of my life, um, people have nice. thought, you know, I'm really, really intense. Like, and I get political uh-huh. and it's like, shut the fuck up, Natalie. But you know what? At least at the end of it all, people will know that I did stand for something. That I legitimately sure. have been like at least saying something. Like, so you're saying whatever. this is you purely that- an endeavor of the ego. Ego driven. <laughs> I'm incredibly vain. I'm doing this just to hear so my that own. Are you even recording your... yours? I'm just listening to my. Yeah. <coughs> yeah my so that on voice. your headstone, it can just say, "At least I did a podcast." <laughs> at least I said something. <laughs> yeah, it says. Yeah, at R- least I did a podcast. Wow. R.I.P. Really intense podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and that's really what it comes down to. That's what I do it for. I do it for the P. O D. Yeah, there is that uh, that line where it's like, yeah, where without completely giving up and just putting your head in the toilet bowl and not pulling it back out, like being apathetic. It's like, yeah, to the to an extreme. Just trying to make a joke mm-hmm. about suicide, but um. like uh you know there's that line between (laughs) it's like not doing that doing anything at all like there's still the nihilistic path of well at least i did something uh (laughs) or the other path of like what i'm doing could actually matter you know even just the the not self-involved hey what if one person turns their life around because they met me once Maybe even through a butterfly effect of, like, I wasn't even uh, the only catalyst, but something I did, um, you know, just positive karma throughout the world, you know. Or when you feel blackpilled about it, then you still get to fall back on, well, at least I'm doing something. I could be doing nothing. (laughs) I could be just putting my head in the toilet bowl and not pulling it back out. So I feel good about it. When I was that conversation, Kelsey and I had when I totally was like, "Be a communist," and she was like, "Okay," <laughs> like she sort of understood like where I was coming from with all that. I we we had taken some acid oh, and like you should see um, what she's when I was laying in bed. It's a lot of anti-vax, <laughs> anti, anti. Yeah, that's Kelsey. She's just, she keeps saying the N word. I don't understand <laughs> where that's coming from, but I think you had something to do with it. Oh, no, Kelsey, no. I know yeah. what you mean. Yeah, yeah. You turned you turned. Wait, I had a vision uh, though. Yeah, you totally. And I had a vision, which is oh, amazing. I, mean, I could see like a, a light clicking. It was. I, it was amazing. And I had this vision of, like, the earth spinning and, like, you know, you... Like, we use the metaphor, like, um, like planting a seed or, like, the seeds of change. And, like, I could just mm-hmm. see the earth spinning and all of these beautiful seeds, like, being planted and, like, this rainbow of just, like, progress throw it, though. It's, it's not going to happen in my lifetime. These things won't happen for... I mean, it's slow progress that it's hard to see as an individual, but it is happening and i am part of it because i am part of the conversations i do have these conversations in my life that if i planted one seed for one person here and over there and all of that it becomes part of this collective consciousness of society and i'm glad to be a part like a part of the side of progress and i think that that is that is meaningful to be a part of that because you are a part of it because things can't but see, I planted one seed, and I have an eight-year-old that's currently at her mom's house while I'm in a garage doing a podcast with my sister. So, chew on that. Chew on that sunflower seed, huh? No, <laughs> no yeah, no, I, I know exactly what you mean. I, I could go way into, like, my go-to psychedelic experience had to do with, you know, having a revelation about, you know, uh, the only constant is just the whole concept of uh sick the cyclical nature of the universe down from the atomic level to the galaxy blah 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 and oh, when yeah, it all comes sure. down to uh even if things loop in general it's still all about movement you know so you just move yeah. forward don't don't you do don't go against the tide and uh, because there is no way but forward, about, otherwise we'd that's be back in fucking on the actual Greece, molecular <laughs> and entire universal level conservatism <clears throat> s- is stupid 
There we it go. It doesn't make any sense. It literally traditionally what do you, what do you all wanna, that kind of stuff. You want to stop electrons <laughs> from circling an atom now too, huh? All right. I mean, come on. What do you want? An egg now in let your beer? Me, now let me cut your kids' balls off and teach them about critical race theory. <laughs> Glad we're on the same page finally. <laughs> oh, you say you have a girl? Yeah, you do now. No. <laughs> okay. Well, let's let's wrap it up. It's going and uh, uh, and it's, it's really funny that we that gone. we brought up uh, brought up Kelsey a couple times. She's one of the very few people that mm-hmm. listen to this podcast, so we'll just have to have her on so she can defend herself. And say and be like, there I have to no go on so the few people that hear this know that I'm nothing like these freaks. But uh, <laughs> she's way awesome. She's the best. Um, and uh, anyone who's wondering how to get a hold of it, everything should be through iTunes and Spotify and Google Podcasts, not Amazon. I'm really sorry if you can hear me sniffing. I'm really sorry if you can hear me sniffing. Anyway, um, we're also <laughs> at Inane Blather on Twitter. That's the only thing I use. Fuck doing all the rest of it. We need to get it's too a much YouTube work. Page. Whoever wants to right. do social media for free, once we finally <laughs> start getting, you know, ten thousand downloads an episode, then go ahead and help. But uh, you know, it's kind of a chicken and an egg because we're not gonna get to that many episodes because I'm Unless not gonna do social media for free right now. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I really don't like social media, so. I love Oof. it. We just need a YouTube. Chicks love it. Chicks love it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. and on YouTube. One episode is up. Um, cool. Oh, I could go on another tangent. We could just talk for hours, but save it for the podcast. Save it for the podcast. <laughs> Jinx. Okay. Well, um, hmm. Kelsey's outside the window, and I have my hand on the glass. This is the closest we've been. It's so fucking hard to be... Far away from each other. Yeah, now you can in the same you house. can tell black teenagers. I know what it's like to be in prison. You know, I put my <laughs> hand up to the window while I was wearing a yeah. mask on my MacBook. <laughs> yeah, on my MacBook in my guest bedroom. <laughs> okay, we'll let it go at that. She's there. Tell Kelsey oh. I said hi. Okay, I won't. Okay, we love it. We love all okay. of you listeners. Because we probably we know all, all of you personally. So. I love all of you. Even people who hate listen. You know what? I love you because you're a person and you're deserving of respect and uh, love. And you just can't be a fascist piece of shit. Yeah, so I don't love work you. Work on some things. Fuck you. You can change. Okay? We've got you can two change. dynamics People can going change. Here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm change and then I'll here. love you. <laughs> yeah. Go His to love Natalie. Is conditional. Go to Mine Natalie. Is not. I yeah. don't give a shit about you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. Love you. Bye. Okay. Love you. Bye.